This is Matt Thrift for the Palmetto Report, and today we will be discussing the anthology, Winthrop University's yearly literary and arts magazine. The anthology has been in publication for the last 100 years or so and has included visual art since the 1990s. We are joined first by Taya Franco, the editor-in-chief of the anthology for the 2019-2020 school year. Taya is a senior mass communication major who previously served as the editor-in-chief for the Johnsonian Winthrop's weekly campus newspaper. Taya, thanks so much for joining us. So what made you want to be the editor for the anthology? So I decided to pursue being the editor of the anthology uh, because I personally have a vested interest in poetry and prose and literature. Um, That's what I plan on doing in the future. So on the one hand, I knew that it would look good on my resume, but also um, I think the anthology is a really interesting like publication that we have on campus and there are a lot of ways that I saw that would that I would be able to use my skills as a mass communication major to kind of get the word for the anthology out a little bit more. Um, I think the anthology has always kind of been lacking in like social media presence and kind of like on campus presence so that's something that I'm trying to work on a little bit so that way we get more submissions and it's more competitive um, and more people are interested in reading what's in it and looking at what's in it. So that way the artists really get their like proper spotlight. Right. Um, so how does this differ from being the editor of the Johnsonian, which you were last year? So being the editor, editor-in-chief of the Johnsonian was very fast-paced, very busy, very... I guess very businesslike, um, and it's not that the anthology is not businesslike because we are uh, we will be dealing with like you know printers and like real world people, and we have like copyright to make sure like make sure no one like turned any like plagiarized work or anything like that. Uh, but the Johnsonian was just more kind of like on a day to day basis, and we had a lot more like pushback and like fighting with administration. Whereas with the anthology it kind of comes with an expectation that everything in it isn't going to be like something that everyone will agree with, you know, poetry is political, arts, political stories are political. So we're not getting that same pushback. We don't have to worry about being unbiased in the way that I had to make sure that writers were unbiased for the Johnsonian. Um, We didn't have to worry about like people getting mad at us for like looking into them because we don't do any of that on the anthology. Um, so it's definitely a lot less communication with everyone on campus. And it's more so like a tight knit like community. Like we're looking within the arts community at Winthrop. Whereas with the Johnsonian, we were sticking our nose in every like part of campus. So do you see a lot of I guess you got a lot of submissions so far. I know they just recently opened up. Uh, is that so? You mentioned you want to make things more competitive. So was that? Do you have people kind of turning things in already? Because I know the deadline is later on the semester sometime. Yeah. So so far we've opened submissions. Uh, I think it's been maybe a week, um, maybe a little more than a week. Um, however, 
we haven't put posters up around campus, which is our biggest like advertising, because um, we're still getting the posters printed. But we wanted to open them a little earlier just to give people more time to work on things and like think about it. Um, so we've gotten a few submissions, I think maybe six at this point, which isn't a whole lot, but I wasn't expecting a lot right away, especially because with the nature of being on a college campus, a lot of our students who are doing art and doing writing and classes are currently producing work right now. Mm. And like I know for me, like last semester I was in a writing workshop and my stories, I had them written, but I was still working on workshopping them and they weren't due until finals week. Um, and so that was around the time that I submitted. Um, it was like after I turned my final because I was like, I'm done with this. This is my final piece of work and I submitted it that way. So we're not really expecting to get tons and tons of submissions until December. Um, so right now it's been kind of slow going, but it's really good to see that we're getting some already. Um, I think getting six at this point is like pretty significant. Like I think we're doing a good job, um, but we do have a plan. We have a date like if by mid-November we don't have enough submissions we're going to start going into classes and like tabling and being more like present mm. um and making sure that people know about it that was taya franco editor-in-chief of the anthology 2019-2020 we are joined now by ephraim somers an assistant professor of english at winthrop who focuses on creative writing ephraim is a poet and singer-songwriter and the author of 2017's the night we set the dead kid on fire and the forthcoming someone you love is still alive I was curious, when you were in like undergrad and whatnot, was there anything like the anthology? Is that something that's common, like having like a literary arts magazine for students to publish in that you know of? Um, I, I did not have one, but it is like kind of a newer, um, I think it's a newer move. Um, because I think it like builds community, you mm -hmm. know, among like undergraduate students who are interested in the same thing. It also kind of lets... Like there's another, it's not only the people who are being published that I think it works really well with, it's, it's also the people who are deciding what work gets published. They get to see like what it's like to run their own literary magazine at, at like kind of a, an early stage in what might be a later career, right? So there's so many literary magazines out there, but um, I think it builds community in the program and allows like, this one's a little more insular, right? Because only people from our school can be published in it, right? right. And only creative writing students. Um, or people who are interested in creative writing at Winthrop. And so it kind of builds solidarity in that in that respect. Okay. Do you think there's more or less competition in having like something where everybody can anybody can submit to it or just people from a specific school? Because I know I talked to Taya Franco, I think you know her, mm -hmm. yesterday, and she mentioned kind of the competition aspect of it at Winthrop. Yeah. Um, obviously, it would be much harder to get published in... A magazine that had that you could that anyone could submit to right because they're gonna have thousands of submissions mm. from all over also they're gonna be like professional writers too who are like you know who might have doctorates and who have studied and who have been doing it a lot longer mm. so this kind of this opportunity levels the playing field right because it's like people who are all kind of in a similar place in their writing lives right um, and so you're not gonna like be up against some prize winner you know, right right yeah. Okay. That um, makes sense. Yeah. I do think there's a competition. That's an unfortunate part of, of writing because I, I, I like to think of, I like to think I'm only in competition with myself as an artist and that, um, anybody else who's an artist is somebody I can learn from somebody who's a part of my community. Unfortunately, like the mechanisms in place already, like 
literary journals, like they have to have some kind of standard, mm-hmm. right? And I think if you could look at it from the perspective of whether or not you get into a certain journal or into the anthology itself is not necessarily like that your work is good or bad. It's just like the taste of the editors at that particular time or that particular year, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so if you, I think like, so I, I think those, I think that the anthology is great, but I also think it can like, it can steer people who maybe perhaps don't get in or don't get their work published and make them feel kind of like, a way they shouldn't feel. They shouldn't feel that their work doesn't have value because it isn't being published. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like a lesson that I'm trying to push um, on students a lot, right? That like, just because, and I'm getting way off time here, but just because like our, um, in making art, capitalism says if you're not, like you're only successful if you make money, Mm. right? But we know that, I I mean, it sounds like you're a writer as well. Some kind, yeah. We also know that like the things that move us the most or the things that are often the most valuable to us don't have like a monetary value to them, right? Mm-hmm. And so like that's another thing I'm trying to remind students is is that like your worth or value of your work should not be defined by somebody else or somebody else's standards, right? But like this is a part of the career and it can make us feel good when we get published and you know those are all things that we have to do. But I think this opportunity is a really good start with getting your feet wet in. What is, uh, what is submitting like? What kind of work do I need to give to these editors? How can I revise it so I think it's the best it could possibly be before I send it out? So it's all kind of like a really good starting point for this later move if you're gonna end up submitting your work elsewhere. Mm. Yeah. That was Ephraim Somers, an English professor at Winthrop. Finally, we spoke briefly with Jason Salentis, an associate professor of design at Winthrop. He specializes in visual communication design and typography and serves as the faculty advisor for the anthology. So I guess my first question is, what is your role with the anthology, like as faculty advisor? I'm there to answer questions the students have about the publication. I'm there to guide them into the uh, final printing process and publication process. Largely, though, it's entirely driven by the students, and I have a real hands-off approach. Okay. In terms of editorial direction, it's the students. Right. It's not me. How long have you been there, uh, the advisor for the publication? Long time. Long time? (laughs) I can't remember exactly the year, but long time. Okay. I'd have to look at my resume to give you an exact date. And I guess my other last question was, in terms of... What do you see the role, I guess, of the, the publication and its importance on campus and student publications, maybe for the students who are involved getting published? Does that make sense? It's a critical part of an experience for a writer and an artist to get their work out there. Mm. And the anthology's intention is to share and showcase great work, whether it's writing, art, photography, design, whatever it is. That was Jason Salentis, professor in Winthrop's Department of Design. For the Pimetta Report, this is Matt Thrift, and thanks for listening.